Welcome to this episode of Lil Dude's Insect Academy, where we discover more about the extremely diverse world of entomology with your host, Brayden Coy. Welcome to episode 46 of this podcast. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, And if you do, definitely share this with a friend. And I hope you guys enjoy it. This was a conversation I recorded actually a few weeks ago um, with a guy that um, hadn't been on the show before. um, And it was a really great time learning about um, all of his interests. He's not, he mentions a couple times in the show that he's not technically a professional entomologist. um, But I would say he knows a lot about tax taxonomy and um the classification of insects in general so although he's not real uh, a real um professional entomologist i would say he's an entomologist because um he knows a lot on the subject and he's really passionate about it and you can definitely tell from this episode so i hope you guys enjoy it and yeah all right guys so i am here with steven look and i'm super excited about our talk today um I, he has not been on the show before, but yeah, I'm super excited about our talk. Uh, I'm super, I don't know. I'm really excited about uh, the cool things we're going to talk, talk about today with him, um, sort of learn more about what he does. So Stephen, welcome to the show. It's good to be here, Brayden. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. So um, just to get us, I guess, started, uh, how about you sort of introduce yourself, sort of tell us a little bit about uh, your background with entomology in general. Sure. So I'm a self-taught entomologist uh, with academic training in dipterology, which is the study of the two-winged insects, commonly known as flies. And my particular emphasis is on systematics, and that is the classification and naming of living things. So uh, whereas I I can comment a fair bit on the biology and the life history of Mm -hmm. insects, um, identify, identifying them, identification is really where I shine. And I'm particularly keen on flies and beetles, but at a standard, uh, I'm able to identify most insects down to family level at least. So you can call me a qualified general entomologist, uh, qualified mm-hmm. because I've honed this ability over the years and I also have the formal academic training, um, even though I'm not actually doing it currently as a living. Got it. Well, really interesting, Stephen. So I can basically like show you a picture of a bug and you can tell us what it is. Yeah. And, and there's a lot of folks have friends and uh, people on Instagram who uh, routinely send me pictures. And mm-hmm. um, as long as they're clear enough to look at, I'll, I'll give them a ballpark or, or a precise ID. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that happens a lot to me. Like people send me pictures and, you know, sometimes they're just so bad that I can't really tell what it it is. But, you know, I do my best sort of um, an interesting thing to figure out. Um, But yeah, so you mentioned that you're sort of self-taught. Like what other schooling have you had in the past? Yeah, so uh, for entomology, um, I completed both my Bachelor of Science and Master of Science degrees at the University of Guelph in southwestern Ontario, Canada. Um, I completed a thesis for both degrees and both at the University of Guelph Insect Collection and Insect Systematics Laboratory. It's a mouthful, and that's the full mm-hmm. name of the, um, of the department. It's home to Canada's historically oldest insect collection, and it's currently its fourth or fifth largest uh, nationwide. So for my honors thesis, my bachelor's thesis, um, I, com- I documented uh, the firefly beetles of Ontario mm-hmm. and 
um, I, I looked at the material that was available in the collection collected over the years, and I sorted it out um, from a confused state uh, into um, a, a collection, curated collection, which could be turned into um, a, a thesis. And then for my master's uh, thesis, uh, it was a revision of a genus of, of teeny tiny little flies um, mm -hmm. in a family that doesn't even have a common name. It's called the Spheroceridae. Um, and uh, wow. most of, most people have not heard of Spheroceridae before, but these critters are literally everywhere. If you just lay low and just look around you, um, hmm. they tend to be close to the ground in the leaf litter um, and little habitats and niches, um, but they are really very uh, common. Uh, the commonness of them being uh, around um, uh, cow dung. Um, so it doesn't oh, sound yeah. good, but it's a fascinating group too to look at. Huh. So did you sort of study the behavior of them or uh, just collect them? What did you exactly do with those then? Right. So um, actually the University of Guelph collection uh, is um, sort of, we name it the fly lab. Uh, it, okay. it, it um, collects insects from all over the world. Um, curates it and invites various experts and specialists into to look at the material from time to time. Um, but the main thrust of uh, our membership um, looks at flies. Uh, so spherocerates is one of those um, groups and we're actually mm -hmm. one of the world's um, foremost um, authorities on, on that collection, um, at that group. We have one of the biggest collection of spherocerates in the world, um, other collections being for example, in, in um, Europe. Um, but hmm. uh, yeah, we, we have lots, lots and lots, hundreds of thousands of these flies. Um, wow. A lot of them just waiting uh, in storage to be uh, studied. And, and um, so I took a, a very tiny chunk of that and, and I, um, I examined those, that material. Hmm. Very interesting. So when you say, when you say they're in storage, do you, they're too small to actually pin, right? So you guys store them in like alcohol or something? Um, so our collection is largely a, a dry collection. Um, mm -hmm. Most of the material is mounted uh, either with pens or um, on a, a paper point. Um, on, oh, on yeah. And yeah. so for these tiny flies, um, they are pretty much all mounted on points. Huh. Wow, that's really amazing. So they're, they're really small then. Like how small exactly are these, these flies then? Yeah, so actually the group that I worked with specifically is a genus called Aptolotella. These okay. are tiny little spherocerates um, found only uh, throughout Central and South America. And hmm. um, I took a liking to nicknaming them poppy seed flies because that, that's about the size uh, that uh, these, these guys top up at. Um, wow. And they're, they're very small and shiny. They have a bit of a kidney bean shape. Um, mm. So it kind of reminded me during my master's days um, that they looked like something I have on the bagel. Might, huh. not, make, might not sound appetizing to, to others. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so Stephen, uh, let's, let's go back a little, sort of rewind. Where, where did your fascination in entomology originally come from, I guess? Like as a little kid or maybe later? Where did your interest in entomology come from? Mm -hmm. So just like you, Brayden, my interest actually started in childhood. Uh, I, however, I don't remember. I don't remember much of my early years. Yeah. Uh, which I spent in Hong Kong. Um, and mm. in fact, uh, I, I only know I had several critter encounters uh, during trips that my family took outside of the city. 
um, a praying mantis at the beach, um, and up in the mountains, seeing a stick insect, or uh, I think one time a giant centipede, one of those big um, Southeast Asians called pendrits. Yeah. Um, and then for some reason, I also remember our apartment's lobby uh, being filled with harvestmen, uh, those spider-like mm-hmm. daddy long legs. Um, mm-hmm. And when I stomped on one, sorry, not proud of that, um, I saw twitching and maybe, maybe that's why that memory stuck. Um, but anyway, um, everything changed when my family immigrated from Hong Kong to mm-hmm. Canada. Mm-hmm. And almost immediately, I had emerged from the concrete jungle of Hong Kong yeah. to this endless greenery. And I'd say for the first time, it, I cast my shy and detail-oriented nine-year-old eyes upon what would become a lifelong interest that has gotten hmm. up to this point. Wow. Wow, that's really that's really inspiring. I think um, it's really cool. Sort of the transition from um, the big city of Hong Kong, big uh, busy city of Hong Kong, which still has amazing, um, you know, wildlife and um, if you can find them, uh, yeah, bugs in the area. But and then going all the way to Canada, where it's completely different. Must have been must have been really amazing. How old were you when you when you guys immigrated? You know, I was around eight or nine. Oh, wow. Um, and very, very withdrawn, very shy kid. So it mm-hmm. worked perfectly for me to just uh, stick around in the backyard and um, be you know, hands and knees on, uh, on the grass. All right. Yeah, very cool. So um, this is one of my uh, favorite questions to ask um, people recently is, who is your biggest inspiration? You don't, you don't have to actually know this person. Like some people say, um, you know, Steve Irwin or um, the popular... Mm-hmm. Uh, wildlife people, um, but you don't have to actually know them. Just who inspires you? Who do you look up to? Entomologically speaking, um, it's also Steve, uh, mm-hmm. but uh, it's uh, someone named uh, Dr. Stephen Marshall. Uh, he was okay. my former academic supervisor and a respected dictorologist known across North America, also internationally. Um, he's got this encyclopedic knowledge. Um, and this photography prowess um, that has inspired me from childhood, long before I met him, uh, long before I walked into his office and nervously introduced uh, myself. But he <laughs> um, very quickly took me in um, and provided me with uh, the training and the experience. And I've had the privilege of um, going with him to the tropics uh, to to study insects um, and, and to wow. be a, be a rub shoulders with him uh, uh, photographing the same same insects. Wow, very cool. So, so you like to so you mentioned photographing insects. Do you like to do that sort of as a um, as a hobby or sort of a scientific like like do you do it in a scientific way or do you do it sort of for fun? I do both. Um, I think it, it, it meshes together very well for me. Um, I, I love uh, studying insects and all their um, details. And so um, having a macro lens uh, gets me up close. Definitely. Uh, and, and I do it in a uh, documentary approach. Uh, mm-hmm. So um, my gear is a little bit outdated, but it gets the job done. Um, yeah. I improvise a lot um, for, for my lighting and, and um, my technique. Uh, but mm-hmm. uh, whenever my, I go into the field, my, my goal is to uh, capture as many species uh, as, as possible. And I do this for insects mainly, but I also do it for um, the rest of the animal kingdom, as far as my gear allows me to. Oh, 
Very cool. Yeah, yeah. That's something I enjoy as well is um, taking taking macro photos. Um, I think it's just really cool uh, to show people those photos and they go, wow, I didn't even know that this animal looked like that, right? So I think that's um, that's yeah. really cool. It's sort of sort of an outreach sort of thing um, to sort of share our world with, you know, really everybody. I think that's a really special thing. Um, so speaking of hobbies – what are some other hobbies that you might enjoy? Maybe they're completely separate from your work with bugs. Um, you know, some people say, you know, biking or hiking, whatever. So what are some other hobbies that you might enjoy? Well, I do enjoy hiking, although I'm not sure if I can exactly define it as hiking just because I'm constantly distracted by things around me. Uh, so <laughs> yeah. it ends up being a very long walk. Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, serious hiking I've done is, uh, for example, in, in Ecuador, um, just up in, in the mountains. Um, wow. Equally distracted, um, and and maybe by by significant multiplier, um, mm-hmm. because it's so species rich up there. Um, but uh, other hobbies, um, I, I'm a seasonal birder. Um, oh, really? So when I was young, yeah, uh, I, I took to uh, learning as much as I could about birds uh, through books um, and. Uh, and I looked for them during family vacations. So um, at best, it was opportunistic bird watching. Mm-hmm. Um, so now I'm still working on filling in the gaps, uh, especially in the spring, in the fall, um, mm-hmm. the times when insect activity may be slowing down um, or just picking up. Um, and recently, I also started dabbling in, in herping. A couple of friends have been oh, yeah. to look at reptiles and snakes. Um, mm-hmm. I resisted it for the longest time, and I'm honestly not sure why. Uh, perhaps mm-hmm. I feel daunted by the identification aspect of it. Oh, um, yeah. And maybe because uh, Ontario, where I am, um, doesn't have nearly uh, the, the species richness for, for reptiles uh, as, as south of the border. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mentioned photography, and I, I actually also do uh, illustration as well. Uh, oh, wow. So if you if you looked up um, spheres of flies or Aptolotella, you might find some of my scientific illustrations online. That's pretty cool. So you so you you draw them in a pretty um, systematic manner, sort of a very accurate manner, or more of a or more of an art manner. Um, I I definitely go for the realistic aspects. Yeah. Um, I, I my drawings are. Um, mostly technical and, and mm-hmm. detailed. Um, so that, that was part of the requirements for my thesis. Uh, oh. But also, I'm, I'm just a very detail-oriented person. Um, mm-hmm. And, and I, I find that um, being able to draw insects uh, helps you to appreciate some of the details, um, mm-hmm. the sculpturing, the colors um, that you might otherwise miss. Oh, yeah, I definitely agree with that. Um, so do you like to draw um, more digitally or or uh, traditional i'm definitely a traditional um illustrator okay. uh, i wish i had the skills uh for um for digital uh, mm-hmm. but uh everything i do is hand done yeah yeah that's really really special anyway it's really special anyway even though um yeah that's really cool i I am not an artist at all. I wish I could draw bugs. Uh, that's really something I'd love to do, but I'm just not gifted in that aspect. So, um, so, so Stephen, what, what, what were some of your favorite places? You travel a lot, right? Um, and, well, obviously not right now, but um, 
what was some of your favorite destinations and what is one place that you want to go in the future really bad? Uh, um, actually, yeah, I, I try to travel um, and definitely not during these times. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, I would say actually um, my travel experience has been pretty limited uh, mm -hmm. to uh, small parts of Central and South America um, and Europe um, as far as uh, a bit of Southeast Asia. So there's okay. a lot of ground to be covered, but um, my favorite place I've been to and the one that I, I keep talking about um, pretty much all the time is, is Ecuador. Um, mm. During my undergraduate degree um, and my master's degree, uh, I had the opportunity to go twice um, wow. to, to, that, um, to the lowland rainforest, a very, mm -hmm. very remote area um, in, um, yeah, in the lowland rainforest. And uh, this, that, this was a while ago, but it's still, it's, I remember it like yesterday. Mm -hmm. um, and it was very formative to my uh, appreciation for tropical insects um, and just the wild diversity that you find in, in those areas. Mm -hmm. And um, a place that I would like to go to um, would be would be Australia and, and New Zealand in, in that oh, area. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Definitely, yeah. Definitely a, a completely different assemblage of, of insects. Um, definitely a lot of uh, groups and families that are not uh, found here mm -hmm. um, in North America. And uh, since I mentioned my inspiration as uh, Dr. Stephen Marshall, um, he has traveled the world to uh, collect and photograph um, as many species and families of flies as he can. Um, and I know for a fact that uh, there's a lot of fly families uh, found in Australia um, and that, that's found nowhere else. Yeah. Yeah. Australia is definitely up there for me. I'd, I'd really love to go just because of the, um, you know, the biodiversity there is so um, dense and very unique from any other place. Um, you won't find anything like it. You won't find anything like that here in the U.S. or where you are in Canada. Um, I mean, really in South America, you won't find any of the stuff there. So um, that's one of the amazing thing, things about Australia. It's sort of cut off from everything else, which I think is really um, interesting about that about that um, country. So, um, yeah, that's definitely up there for me too. Um, I do like I do like um, you know I do like the heat. So I guess I would probably fit in there too as well. So. Um, I mean, yes, yeah, Stephen, have we, um, is there anything like other exciting research that you'd want to talk about more? Um, we talked a little bit about your, um, your work with those flies you were talking about, um, but is there any other work that you wanted to mention that you might have worked on in the past? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so uh, I did mention that I worked on fireflies uh, during yeah. my undergraduate uh, degree, and um, just going a bit more into that, so... Uh, they are really a very charismatic group of insects. Um, mm -hmm. um, not, not a lot of insect groups uh, that uh, people um, who otherwise might not be uh, appreciative of um, that um, stand out as, oh, these are okay. They're actually um, uh, quite uh, compelling um, and quite interesting, uh, not too freaky. Um, and so uh, actually the, the firefly fauna of Ontario, uh, before I looked at it, was quite poorly known. Um, mm. It's pretty well established that there are a couple of common species uh, that are readily recognized 
but uh, most of them, especially the the light active um, species, uh, were were not uh, were not clearly drawn out. Uh, mm. So my my job uh, was to take uh, the the couple of thousand specimens uh, in the collection and uh, sort them down to to the subfamily first, and then down to genus and the species. Those those are the uh, levels of taxonomy. Okay. Yeah. And then. Yeah, uh, and then uh, write up a, a paper uh, on that, mm. and so um, that was done. Um, and and I still I still keep an eye on them now nowadays. Um, and they were still uh, studying their their flash patterns. Um, and yeah. it really is a fa- very fascinating and, and accessible uh, kind of of science uh, that uh, people can try out in their own backyard. Yeah, yeah. Really fascinating. Yeah, I wish, um, I, I wish that we had those here. Um, here, well, I'm in Washington, but um, we don't have those here at all. But yeah, I'd I'd really like to see those someday. Um, so, Stephen, is there anything else uh, we're going to talk a little bit about? Um, yeah. So, Stephen, what do you, uh, what are, what are your plans for the future? Do you have any? Is there any things that you want to work on specifically? Any places? Well, we already talked about a place you wanted to go, but um, really, what do you want to do in the future? Um, sort of maybe shift focus, or um, I mean, really, what are your plans? Is I guess is what I'm asking. Yeah, so um, I definitely would like to make more trips to the tropics. Mm-hmm. Um, besides just Australia, um, there's a lot of ground that I feel that I haven't covered. Um, and then also, since um, I'm not uh, formally working in entomologist, uh, entomology right now as a profession, I would like to get back to it in a more formal um, capacity uh, down, down in the future. Um, and uh, I would like to uh, do some, some more research, uh, submit a couple more papers. I do currently have one in the press. Um, wow. And so, yeah. Um, even though I'm not doing it as a, as a job, it's, I still have the flexibility, the ability to do it on my off time. And um, even in my city of, of Toronto, um, there are uh, there's, there's signs that can be done, that there are um, species that can be, be discovered. Um, mm-hmm. So it's, it's very exciting. Um, and and uh, to pursue that more in future, I would like to get back to, to that. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So, so is there anything else before you know? Before I uh, sort of wrap it up, I think we've been going for you know twenty five minutes or so. Um, is um, is there anything that I might have missed? Is there anything else you wanted to say? I'll I'll show. Um, we'll talk about you know where my viewers can find you and all that in a minute. But is there anything that I might have missed? Um, I think we've covered most most of it. Uh, all right. Yeah, I I, I do like um writing and um, talking about uh, insects and their uh, their life history, their taxonomy. Um, mm-hmm. You can find a lot of that on my social media. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, uh, be sure to check that out. Yeah, yeah. So speaking of your, your social media, where can um, my viewers or me go to um, find the work that you've been doing? Uh, maybe social media, maybe a website if you have one. Mm-hmm. Um, Really, really, anywhere that we can go to uh, follow along, I guess. Yeah, so my primary social media presence is on Instagram. Okay. And uh, you can collect, uh, connect with me uh, at um, lucky underscore entomology or simply search up my name, uh, Stephen Look. Mm-hmm. And um, 
yeah, be sure to check out the link on my bio as well, which leads to my webpage. Uh, you can find there my extensive uh, insect photography and uh, broader, my broader documentation of mostly Canadian fauna and fauna, as well as my uh, collection of insects photo, uh, photography from Ecuador. Very cool. All right, guys. So I will leave um, that link, those links down in the uh, show notes of this episode so you guys can go check them out and go follow along with what Stephen's working on. But yeah, Stephen, thank you so much for being on the show. Um, uh, yeah, I had a really great time learning about um, all the stuff you've worked on in the past. Um, and yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this as well. And um, thank you so much. It's my pleasure. Thanks again, Brandon. Take care. All right, Stephen. If you enjoyed this episode of Little Dudes Insect Academy, then consider subscribing to my channel and sharing this episode with one of your friends. You can even support me financially through my Patreon, which has a link in the description. Thanks for listening, and as always, keep on bugging.